Hey everybody, it's Carlos Robles, Mortals Inc. Podcast here again. Sorry for the long delay between, between this one and the last one. In fact, we were supposed to do this one Halloween-ish. Halloween-ish, and, yeah. And, uh, you know, kids got sick and traumatic events happen. Mm-hmm. And Life tends to kick you in the face every yeah, now and again. I get lazy. I just don't care. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> anyway, it's Carlos Robles, and I have again with me Nate Elwood. Hello. And we're going to be talking about Delta Green, which would have been great for Halloween, but uh, this is good for any it's fall, great for winter. Any time. Summer, spring, uh, season type of game. Um, I forget where I was going. Oh, and uh, a lot of stuff went on in that short time, though. Uh, uh, well, October? game, yeah, October. Yeah. October's <laughs> kind of. We were just talking about October's kind of. It's kind of a rough month. It's like that weird month of the weather change and school, and who knows what's going. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. I would have been more concerned if it didn't check the. Uh, history of sales and business and all that stuff and well there's some releases in in october there yeah there's a lot of releases yeah. it's just like in this area it's weird it's like the way i think the weather makes people crazy it's just cleveland and I the browns suck right now so that I don't that doesn't know i don't want to talk about yeah either do i unfortunately it's so t- it's it so do you ever oh listen, the pain do you ever listen to uh sports radio yeah all the time those guys are tell me those guys aren't like too much into like other people well, like they get mad and I, it's just like, like I know I geek out sometimes on some stuff and I'll catch right. myself. Oh, sorry. I geeked out, you know, or yeah. like I get all excited. It's like from the, you just all day, every day. You sports. have to take, you have to understand you're, you're taking a four hour game and turning it into a week of programming. So, I mean, you got uh, I guess. You gotta, yeah. Their job. To turn it is it their into job. A week yeah, program. That's, that's, that's the thing. It's you, you're analyzing. It's not the job. Okay, no, the you're guy's analyzing. job I get. Uh, it's the people that call in. Uh, oh, the people fanatics. call in. Right. Oh, yeah. I, okay. I think yeah. I could equate it to the guy who shows up and wants me to tell me about his twelfth love of paddling for four hours. I I don't want to hear. I mean, I I get, I get it happy yeah. for you, but hey, you know, give me a synopsis of five minutes because I well, got, like, <laughs> and that's fine if that's what you want to do. And I'm not making fun of anybody, but I kind of am. But you know, it's it's hey, wow. Man. Fantasy football is D and D for jocks. Oh, honestly yeah it really guys. is i mean, I mean is. literally you know it's like anyway it's the old joke like they will you know they'll make fun of you for playing a role-playing game but you're literally taking your characters which are the football players and right. putting them on your little team with the numbers and where do you think i got them numbers and stats from well, you if, know? if we were to actually bet i mean if, if D had betting then you know it'd be just the like numbers no, yeah it's dice rolling <laughs> dice you could roll. totally bet on that i bet yeah. you missed that roll yeah I'm gonna start doing that. Yeah, that's shots. I'm gonna do five dollars. Do, do shot. No, no, no. There's no money yeah. on the table. Just, just have a bottle and just be like, here. Oh, that's better. Next person who has a critical failure, here you go. You got to take a shot. <laughs> yeah. You know. And we'll put money yeah, on the that'd table. That'd be great for Warhammer night, man. You could even any, any ones you roll, you're taking a shot. Yeah. You know? Or have done. But anyway, Jeff would be obliterated in 20 minutes because that kid rolls nothing but. <laughs> oh yeah. The uh, let's see. We got a lot of new stuff coming out. Actually, not even coming out. It just came out this week. Uh, not even this week. In the time from the last podcast, which was what? What did we do? Oh, new that was kids? a while ago. Yeah, new kids on the block. No, it was kids uh, on bikes. Kids on bikes. Yeah, <laughs> new kids on <laughs> September. Yeah, and it's already beginning in November. So yeah. I'm really sorry about that. But we had some crazy things come out. Like uh, I know, like uh, Games Workshop came out with Millennial. Did you ever see those the playing cards with the yes. Millennial? Yeah, those yes. came out. I, those come out tomorrow. Um, the era board game, which was an exclusive from GTS, we have that in stock. They had to send that back for they had some kind of issues with the board, but uh, it's all ready. It's all taken care of now. I got the roads and boats big box. Apparently, that's a big thing. Don't know anything about it. I, yeah. Any of the board gamers out there will know what it is. 
we're actually getting a steady flow of pops in fungo pops yes and you if you are. yeah i can i can get a <laughs> steady flow of those and also if you need something i have a pretty good uh ordering now so i gotta hook up yeah i gotta hook up now i can get what you i get you what you need i know a guy (laughs) started carrying the dungeon crawl classics the uh excellent games in which we should do that because somebody explained to me how that starts and it's pretty funny so i'm gonna see if we can get some rule books in here it's it's like a couple of drunk guys roll a role-playing game and yeah it took off so <laughs> the new savage worlds editions out we have that still going on every sun, other sunday night. a lot of good things about actually that. i think it's every sunday night so there's a every other sunday every other sunday yeah. uh, john's running that isn't he? yeah john but there's some other guys playing it yeah. oh yeah. two guys running it. awesome actually this week talisman fourth edition came out oh uh, yeah. back in the hands of gw yeah part of it see i still have my talisman from the early 90s and when but they came out the, the fourth edition, I'm like, what was that? No, this Fantasy is fourth Flight, edition. Right? Or third edition, I don't know, whatever yeah. edition well, it was. Yeah, Fantasy Flight. Eh. Eh. It was Well, it was one company, and then went to Fantasy Flight, and then it's still the same talisman. I like yeah. it. But yeah, the collectible box, it I is, like the old. It's like the monopoly of, of nerd games, though. Well, you know, I had all those. I had the complete <laughs> line of the boxes. Oh, yeah, me and too. And my bright idea many, many, many years ago was to sell it, and I bought a ring for somebody. That oh, didn't work. I'd rather have the box sets back now. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're that person that bought those box sets from me, call me. So anyway. Uh, Do you have the ring to give them? That no, <laughs> no. That got lost in the fire, too. Uh, Hellboy board game came out. Uh, I think it's cooperative. I don't know anything about it, but it looks kind of cool. Uh, yeah. It's one of those crazy things. Uh, Malifaux, got some new stuff. We're starting to uh, carry that as a line, Malifaux miniature I've, games. I've heard good things about Malifaux yeah, as well. It's, it's kind of goofy, but it's fun. Uh, Beast Grave from Warhammer Underworlds. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to set up a tournament for that. They give you those box sets. I'm going to set it yeah. up, see what goes on. To be honest, the the Shadespire stuff and the, and yeah, the, uh, the Underworld stuff, it actually translates really well into tournaments because... Uh, 45 There's, minutes well it's more than that like uh the war bands that you get mm-hmm. it you get the same ones like that you uh there's no real the customization comes in with the cards that you use yeah not the actual models so you don't have like a meta as it were for the for the models there's like okay i have this this is how my skaven play this is how or this is how my uh what what are they the night space marines of Age of Sigma? I forget <laughs> what they're called. They're, I don't know what they're called. The, the Eternals uh, or something. like Yeah, the Eternals. But, I mean, it's a fun game. I I picked up the the Night Haunt one with the ghosts and 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 the the wizards and stuff. And and it's actually it's a really fun fun game. And I could I could totally see how a tournament would be really well balanced. I have a few players here and people buy it here and there. And yeah. I ran one tournament and like about eight to ten people showed up randomly. I'm like, oh. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, it's big, and I'm like, all right, yeah, it's, it's a great. I'll run game it. Was the worst it. case it happened. You know, people show up and they get a, they, they have that cool little trophy and everything. The kits are pretty cool. Yeah, and um, that was a, well, that's all I could think of right off the top of my head. But anyway, uh, the only other thing is on Tuesdays we change some days for stuff. Is uh, Tuesdays is Brawl Magic Brawl, which we'll have to do a whole podcast and all the different stuff. But uh, Tuesdays is Brawl. So magic people, magic players fighting each other. I like it. I like it. <laughs> dumpster, dumpster fights. Yeah. But it's called Brawl. It's basically 60 card standard commander. Okay. And uh, that's on, we're going to start, we're, we're trying to fire that off on Tuesday nights. So if you have one, you want to play, you know, it starts out slow like anything else. 
don't, you know, when we start something new, it's always slow. So, right. you know, you might come in, you're the only guy, and then the next week you're the two guys, and then, you know, hopefully yeah. it builds. It builds. And then Thursday, we're going to keep on with Standard. We're going to we're gonna have people, we had Standard for Thursdays. Thursdays was Standard Night for Magic, and it kind of died. So then we had more people wanting to play Standard, and uh, casual Standard, like not the Uber yeah, just competitive. And we're real big on the Standard. But we have we have surprise support for all that, right, Josh? Or, the wizards gives us and we can divide it up so we can actually have prize support for that you so know? if you like your magic cards come on yeah down. It, it's yeah. the packs they give you those packs well, anyway that's tuesday and thursday that's the only big difference uh that i can see oh monday nights too is uh geek craft these are the board games mm -hmm. we actually have quite a few players here and this guy like again he has oh my god i forgot his name Ken, geez, oh Pete, Ken, <laughs> Geek Craft, he's got a huge collection of board games. So if you want to know what a game to play, just contact us, contact him, we'll let him know, and he'll bring it on a Monday night. No biggie. And that is my spiel for what we missed, getting back mm -hmm. into talking. And now we can go over to Delta Green, which is awesome. Yeah, like, go ahead. I, I can, uh, right. this is something I could, I could probably take a month and play that and Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, if you like Cthulhu, definitely. it's... Go ahead. Carry it on. All right. So... Like Cthulhu. Scary. First off, before we begin, if... Uh, Liquid death. <laughs> <laughs> before we begin this review, uh, anybody out there actually listening, if you don't have Alpha Clarence, uh, there's a team already on its way to dispatch you. So just... Uh, Probably not. I couldn't afford them. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> so we'll start... It's a two-book review. So we'll start with the, the first book here, the uh, Agent's Handbook, all right? That's, it's a decent book. It's about 190 pages. Retails for around 40 bucks. Hardback. Uh, the layout of it is great. Um, it flows through really well. The index is good. And the aesthetics of the book, art-wise and, and other, it's it's kind of set up to look like a like a dossier um, with the inserts and the pictures and the, uh, I don't know how to completely describe it, the, the post-it notes put on and everything. It, it, it is an excellently laid out book. Not your post-it notes, right? Not Just my post-it notes, but the the artwork in itself is how it's laid out. And uh, it, it adds to the appeal of the book, to be honest. Um, so for those of you who don't know what Delta Green is, um, Delta Green is basically a horror role-playing game uh, it's kind of the underside of reality, kept in check by just ordinary individuals uh, that are part of a conspiracy within the government to keep the supernatural stuff at bay and out of the limelight and completely away from uh, the power structure of the different uh, countries that it affects because, you know, obviously really powerful people getting a hold of really powerful artifacts would be really, really bad. Um but it's really more along the lines of just a horror, a really good horror role-playing game. Your your characters are playing agents or uh, various other government employees, and they're kind of brought into this conspiracy, this this mythos of uh, just realizing cosmic horror and, and the realization that humans really aren't special. Their entire culture and and species is nothing when it comes to the universe. And uh, we're not even a speed bump on the road to annihilation. So typical Cthulhu. It's, it's excellent. It really is excellent. I mean, it's it's very Lovecraftian as it should be because it, it takes place in the mythos. But the awesome part about this uh, role playing game, though, is that 
unlike before, and we reviewed the original Delta Green from the 90s, uh, probably, we? yeah, like, no. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, a no. year or so ago, <laughs> we reviewed that one. Just um, put a link into that, I guess. <laughs> but uh, this one was it. a Kickstarter, and so even though it draws heavily, obviously, from the Call of Cthulhu game, it's not like a source book for Call of Cthulhu where they have to basically still use all the Call of Cthulhu rules. Oh, so try this, to shoehorn Delta Green in. This is a standalone game. Oh, the Delta Green is the game. Yes. It's not. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yes. Um, so it's based off the Call of Cthulhu, but it's not like if you're looking for like Call of Cthulhu 7th edition, but with a different way to like different mm-hmm. cover to it, like or, or source book. This is not it. This is its own. It's its game. own separate game entirely from right. the chaos. So yeah. there's very there's not a whole lot of huge amounts of changes between the the basic role playing or uh, BRP uh, system that Call of Cthulhu uses and mm-hmm. this system. It's still percentile based roles. Um, what I like about it is uh, character creation, which has been streamlined beautifully for this because a, a lot of times it takes character creation is always one of the, the longest processes. Um, Basically, you have points that you assign to your different statistics, unlike in the regular Call of Cthulhu where you're rolling randomly, mm-hmm. which means that you might not be able to create a character that you actually want. You have to create a character that you know fits the whatever roles you have. Um, and all the other stuff that goes with it uh, is basically archetypes that you pull this from, pull this from, pull this from, and you, cre- you build your character very easily about i'd say even for somebody who hasn't played the game or isn't really familiar with it you could build a character in 35 to 40 minutes with the help of a gm without a problem done so that's excellent to be honest like it's not too overly complicated no not at all not at all. as long as you understand the rules like the gm like as long as the gm understands the rules but even even so if you're just kind of if you just went through the book once or just but it's it's easy to pick up really quickly now they even have rules in there if you really want if you don't find an archetype that you like you can actually customize kind of combining different stuff to make your own type of character and you can spend a lot more time doing that obviously but that's more along the lines of like okay i want to have a campaign as opposed to like a one-off or a couple of games um but overall i like character creation it goes very quickly and it's well laid out it's very easy to follow and you can make some really interesting characters pretty quickly um the system it's like I said, it's a percentile based, which isn't really my favorite type of system. And percentile based games have never really been. There's only been a couple that stand out. Um, I, to me, they're simple. I like them, but I, a lot of people, a lot of people like percentage based systems simply because, like you said, you just roll the dice. You know if you got it. You know. Yeah, that's um, that's why I like it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, I don't want to think. I I've always liked adding things together. That way, you have more kind of control over like. Let's say you have like a, a hacking ability of like 95%. So 95% of the times you're going to make it, right? Mm-hmm. But there's that 5% chance that you're not. Well, with percentage-based games, it's always, you, you, you tend to find that 5% chance right at the wrong time. And there's nothing you can do about it. Well, that's, that's part of the game. Yeah, it is part of the game. But I, I, I like uh, minimizing that kind of stuff. But... Like I said, it works for this game really well because unlike in Call of Cthulhu 7th edition where they have ways that you can affect your roles, this doesn't have that. This is, and I think it works really well for especially a horror-based game. Um, because <laughs> really, if, if you if you roll bad, then fate decided that that's just not going to happen for you. So, mm-hmm. um, 
Whereas, like I said, personally, I'm not a huge fan of of personal games. Uh, like, I'd say Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay and Delta Green probably are are my two exceptions. Where I, I'm like, you know what, this it works with that system really, really well. Um, it wasn't just thrown in as to be like, well, this makes things easy, but we're going to complicate it somewhere else. This is just basic. So they had a system and they built off of it. Right. Okay. Um, Instead of trying to jam it in there. Yeah. Like I said, it's not being shoehorned into Call of Cthulhu. This is its own game. Uh, then you get into combat, which they streamlined really well, in my opinion. Combat was always You're one of those things. You're saying from the 90s version. Not even from the 90s version, just even Call of Cthulhu itself. Oh, really? Um, they bring in a really cool mechanic uh, called lethality ratings. There are some weapons that can that are just really good at destroying a human being, mm-hmm. right? And unlike in, like, let's say in Call of Cthulhu or a lot of other games, you have like a semi-automatic weapon. You have to roll each time you shoot one bullet. So you could, literally, you could be rolling a, a for one round of combat where you're shooting nine bullets in a burst you're rolling nine different times and then calculating all the damage for all that rolling tons of you know you have modifiers to that because you hit this person twice whatever you're rolling more dice more dice and adding and adding this one what you do is you take two dice let's say the lethality of the weapon like a submachine gun is like 20 percent. there's a 20 percent chance that a submachine gun is going to kill a human outright so you roll those two dice and if you get under 20 percent Whatever you're shooting at, if it was a person, is dead. Mm-hmm. If if it is over 20%, you take those two dice, turn them into tens, add those numbers together, and then you have the amount of damage you've done. And where an average character or NPC that's human averages around 11 to 12 hit points. They might be dead. Anyway. They're, they're probably going to be dead anyway. So I, I like that idea of it. Um, and that's obviously, you know, the bigger the weapon, idea. the more lethality it's going to have. Mm-hmm. And But mind you, that's... That is uh, for humans. That has nothing to do with Cthulhu type stuff. That's just humans. Um, also, combat is also really stressful and it it affects sanity. So this game isn't just like a bug hunt, you know. I mean, you could you can turn it into whatever you want, but this isn't, this is a horror. It focuses on horror, not on just I'm going to go around killing stuff. So, I'm going to get a big gun and I'm going to go around and shoot stuff and I'll be a Navy SEAL and combat it, will affect you. And eventually that that combat, if you get into too much of it, will negatively affect your sanity. So like the combat in this, it, it doesn't lose the insanity part of it. You don't just no. walk in and you just say, I'm playing like a D&D characters used to seeing weird things. Right. You're still going in like Delta, and this is the other thing. Delta Green is the group, right? So when right. you join or you get drafted into Delta Green, you know what you're getting into is weirdness. Well, here's the, here's the cool thing about it. Like my, my biggest gripe, because I read this book first. I read the Agent's Handbook first before mm-hmm. I got to the Handler's Guide. And reading the Agent's Handbook, I'm like, there's absolutely no lore in here. There's no history. There's no there's no magic. Like there's this book is simply so, the rules and PC. And I, after going back and reading the Handler's Guide, I'm glad that they did that because well, they it that gives purpose, you. Maybe? It, oh yeah, so I'd love they, that. Okay, so then you can oh, give this better. to your players, yeah. and they could walk in as blind because the whole premise of the game is you're playing a regular but is there person. Any clue on, on why you're, is there any clue on why you're going to why it's Delta Green? Um. I mean, they give you very broad terms, but there's no like real lore or history of it. Yeah. So like your character doesn't know. You, you have no All you know is no. normally a Delta Green agent comes about because they have encountered 
something, something that okay. sh- they should not have. Mm-hmm. And the uh, conspiracy was like, that person could be an asset. And if you're not, oh, so that person grab. is now a target. So you could you, you could run <laughs> into something weird. Ugh, man. You could run into something weird and then you're like, wow, well, what was that all about? I don't know. And blow it off. And then the Delta Green could come right. in and say, hey, that guy's an asset. Let's bring him in. Not explain it to you. And the next thing you know, you're there. And then it's like, hey, that's a little rough. You know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I That's a decent, well, like this a is men in black. Men in yeah. Black, this, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, well, I like that. I like the fact that it's it kept the horror because like in Call of Cthulhu, you're just a normal person. Right. Totally out of left field. All of a sudden, this craziness comes at you. That's where you lose your sanity. Right. Here, I was thinking, well, if you know you're going up against it, you can probably reinforce your sanity. But if you really don't know and they're like, eh. well, <laughs> there is ways to reinforce your sanity. Like as, as you're saying, you you've been exposed to the weirdness of the world and you're actively taking a s- step to stem that tide. So. We get into the sanity aspect of it, right? So you combat now into the Makes the, the other aspect of Call of Cthulhu that everybody loves, the sanity aspect. So that's always been the uniqueness of Call of Cthulhu. Mm-hmm. It's been that slow or sometimes rapid descent into insanity. Um, and when the PCs realize that they and all of humanity, you know, civilization, culture, it means absolutely nothing, you know, that tends to wear on their minds. Or if they come across a lot of horrific things, that tends to wear on their minds or come across combat and stuff like that, that PTSD, you know, all these things. Oh, yeah. Start will, acting crazy and going over right. the top, yeah. So um, instead of like a bunch of charts like Call of Cthulhu used to have, and the seventh edition still kind of does, like depending on what you see, you go to this chart and it, is it a horrible horror is it violence is that you go to this chart and then you you roll dice to see what happens how much sanity your temporary sanity your person loses whatever mm-hmm. um they kind of gotten rid of that they uh it's basically you have three options now when you go temporarily insane which is always just going to happen in any call of cthulhu game um, or on a daily basis or yeah i mean it, it basically <laughs> you lose enough sanity you go temporarily insane and the, the option, there's three options now. Instead of having a chart that you roll on to see what happens to you, the player actually chooses. You're either going to flee, which is you run away from the scary. You're going to struggle, which means blind rage until you are dead or incapacitated or it's dead. Mm-hmm. and uh, Or submit, where you just basically collapse into heap and convulse and wet yourself. Those are your three options whenever you go temporarily insane. Okay. So I, I like that aspect of it too. So instead of having these six, seven, eight different charts, oh, you, you now have a Twitch or whatever. Now, as time goes on and your sanity starts to degrade and degrade and degrade, you do start to get disorders. But just like any game that has any type of mental disorders, it's hard to role play that because they either take a center stage well above what they need to or they are kicked to the back because you completely forget about them. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, a, it's a rare role player that can play a, a disorder well. Um, and it, cause it's, it's mostly foreign to most people, you know, like most people don't have these, these cause they are debilitating things, but, uh, there's also a unique part of this called bonds. So your bond, um, is your people outside of Delta green and the conspiracy that like your friends, your family, your associates, um, they kind of take you back from the brink. But the problem is, if you use your bond, the relationship gets strained. Like if you're 
you know, you obviously can't tell your, your wife that, you know, you just destroyed a family of seven because there was, you know, intergalactic slugs in their stomach that were uh, slowly draining the neighborhood of yeah, nutrients. You know, yeah. You can't tell your wife that. So she knows something's up, but doesn't know what. And, you know, you're trying to confide in her, but you can't. And, and so it's, that's, so you do get brought back from the brink as it were, but you start to strain that relationship. And then when that relationship is, that relationship number goes down to a certain point, they're no longer going to be in there. So it's, it's, it's a neat thing that this bond idea where you have these, the support group. Yeah. You don't want to drag but, them. You don't but all of a sudden you're pushing them away at the same time or, until or you drag, become an isolated, yeah. uh, or dragging, paranoid. Or, or dragging them into the mess. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I like that system a lot. I, I like there's a mechanic for it. I think some min maxers would uh, use it as like just a sanity pool to not you know? care. Yeah, but uh, you know, uh, to each good, their own. Good, uh, you know, a good DM would probably. Well, there's actually a whole section on, on on role playing. Um, they say they sh it's called home. Basically, there's a whole section in there about what happens in between your missions, mm -hmm. and you know, there, sometimes you might have to deal with legal ramifications because the whole point of this is it's a secret organization, and you are meant to cover up whatever you're doing. You don't want the public to know. You don't want anybody to know. And if that means killing people, then that means killing people. I mean, it's 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 a it's a tough tough job to have. Um, and I think, and this is just me speaking, but I would probably I like the home uh, aspect of it, where you go through, you know, what your character, how they recover from the mission that they're on, be it physically, mentally their relationships, their job, all that stuff. And it says in here, you know, this should just be snippets and it should only take a few minutes. To me, uh, you, if you want to really use the bonds correctly, you need to develop that. But what sucks is you don't want to use role-playing time to do that because nothing's worse than the GM role-playing with one player for 5, 10, 15 minutes while everybody oh, else is yeah. sitting there. So in my opinion, if I, were to, if I were to run a Delta Green game, I would run all the home stuff via texts throughout yeah, the week and so, right yeah, and do it I, that way there's some stuff that goes on like in my game i play that i'd like to do and i sometimes i do it like if i don't want to clog up the game right that's exactly you know hey this is what you know right i'm telling you know whatever we're going like the they're doing a manner like um they're talking about uh the, they're in a dnd game they have a bar and uh you could waste like a whole session just developing the bar but you know that's something we would do on the side because they right. uh, josh found rules for it and what they want to do and stuff like that. So yeah, I could see that where you could take that out, you know, as long as your players are cool with it, like, you know, but who does, you know, it's just a snippet, you know, like right. hey, I got a text message. Here's this, what do you want to do with this character? And, you know, but I mean, develop it even, even a little more. Cause I, to me, the bond system is so cool, but if you're only using it like a couple of minutes mm -hmm. of a game, like they suggest, you're never really going to make that. Like it's hard to role play somebody's a spouse unless like you're sending texts or something with, what they would say and what I mean you could you could do a lot with this game and I've always loved Delta Green but this this standalone one I think they've they've really done really really well with did they yeah, yeah. that's good I, I believe so um let's see where was I so we went through bonds blah 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 okay then we go to making gear easy making what <sighs> gear stuff your character having stuff the stuff you need the uh, stuff just, you just yes. buy it well <laughs> I I've never loved the idea of doing tons and tons of uh, bookkeeping when it comes to games. It's a pain in the butt. Every here here's an ammo sheet and you mark it off. Oh, every you mean time. as far? Okay, yeah, right. Ahead. This one it's basically 
they have a great system for if you need to require something, you can. Um, and it's very simple to get through. Or it just assumes that you have the stuff you need. Plain and simple. And if you can justify having it, you know, so you probably have it. It's an organization, so. Right, right. Yeah, you would just um, have it. I mean, nothing ridiculous, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to be like, oh, I have a spaceship or something. Yeah, but yeah, you never yeah. know. Um, I have an 86 Taurus. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get that. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's streamlined Call of Cthulhu 7th Edition. And I shouldn't say streamlined it. Uh, as as a whole because Call of Cthulhu 7th edition is a, is a big game with a lot of stuff. they specifically mention the, the Mythos monsters in here? Like, um, are they licensed? Not in this book, but in that book? Yes. Okay. Yeah, this is... So they're licensed. This is an open license from Chaosium that they were able to kickstart. Oh, they have one? Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, um, right there. Look at that. So the game is Delta Green. It draws from Call of Cthulhu BRP system, but it isn't that system at the same time. It is, they took the stuff that did, wouldn't work for Call of Cthulhu with Delta Green and then made it work for them. Okay. So it is its own game. You could easily convert from one to another if you No, really no, I don't want, want to. to. I'm just curious. Right. Like, but no, it's, it's, a, I, I think that was just like a legal, like a, they, they, they make the reference to it, but I mean, did they actually have the, you know, sometimes oh, yeah. they'll be like, oh, this is used as, but they don't have the license to use that name, like Conan, you know? Yeah, it, this is a, a Conan. It's you know, Conan Katutu or something, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a Conan-esque adventure. But no, this this has got, this is the Lovecraftian mythos completely. Mm -hmm. um, so if I were just to say, if you were to just to pick up this book, right? Like I said, this is, I wrote this before I read this, uh, the Handler's Guide. So this book right here. Agent's Handbook. The Agent's Handbook. All the rules to run um, an agent to make a character. But there's nothing in here as far as bestiary goes or, I mean, they don't give you any stats for anything. You know, not even a cultist or a deep one. No rules for magic or anything like that. So I was kind of like put off by that at first. I'm like, wait, this is a whole new game and there's no magic. There's no bestiary. There's the, like... So this is heck? just, this is literally just a player's book. This is just a player's. And I didn't realize that when I first... That's why, it up. and honestly, the, and then on their marketing end of it, it is confusing, right? Because when I got it for you, like when we got it to to uh, to review and to carry in the store, I'm like, well, it said handler's guide. I thought it's like agent's handbook. Like, it doesn't show which one's a core, but they're right. almost both the core. They're both cores. You need both. You to do run need it. Both. so. Yes. It, you know, I I don't know if that was. Who's ever whoever does the marketing for this? That's what it is. It was right. confusing to me and to other people. But do we need this? Stepping do back we? from it. I love that they did this. I love that. Here, players, you look at this. This is not going to spoil anything for you because you don't know Bumpkiss about magic that's, yet. That's you cool. don't know Bumpkiss about the Cthulhu mythos. You don't know anything. Here is the whole book is making a character, how to run a how to run a character, all the rules for as far as combat and sanity and all that goes. Mm -hmm. A huge section on all the different the alphabet soup of agencies that our federal government has. Everything you need. To, to play a game as far as a character standpoint is in here and it is fantastic. Uh, veteran players will love it and new players will learn to love it because it's so such... few. Let me, let me reiterate, if you just want to, are you just going to play the game, Agent's Handbook's all you need. If you're just going <laughs> to be a, a character. If you're going to be a character, yeah, if you're yes. a player. If you're going to DM it or GM it. Right, if you're going to be what they call the handler. Yeah, you need, you need to pick up this big old boy here. Now, this book... And wait uh, a minute. If you want the complete game, 
You need both, both books. books. Okay. Think of it like going to D&D terms, we have the player's handbook and we have the DMG. Now, the handler's guide uh, retails for 60 So for a complete system, 100 bucks, Not bad at all. This is uh, 365 pages. Again, it's the layout of it is very is almost exactly like the agent's handbook, where it looks like a dossier. Looks um, like twice as thick. Too. It is twice as thick because they have to cram quite a bit in here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good art. It's got a good feeling to it and everything. But this here is the yin to this yang. This has an entire and might I add updated history of Delta Green from its inception from the twenties. Uh, Raid on Innsmouth, all the way through um, to 2016. Give us a synopsis. <laughs> no, I'm, synopsis. Kidding, I'm kidding. There's literally over 138 <laughs> pages of nothing but the history, dates, and people, and all. Now, veteran players, uh, if you are looking for um, all the big bads from the original from the 90s, they're not going to be in here. Uh, the Grays. No more. Um, I'm not going to say no more, but they're they're not. Uh, as in the aliens. As in the aliens. Uh, they're they're is that a license? The fate. The no, I don't think it's a license thing at all. I think they wanted. They needed to update Delta Green. They really needed to update yeah, it. Doesn't seem like a Delta Green thing. The Grays. Well, you gotta. When it was written in the 90s, I mean, we're talking about X-Files era. So everybody was into the uh, alien so yeah, aspect of it. it. Right. Yeah. So, well, I mean, you still are. I mean, they were, That's... don't get me wrong. The Greys, in the old system, the Greys were really cool antagonists. And behind what the Greys were was really good. But this takes you all the way up to modern times. And they did a good job. It wasn't just, we're just going to level the playing field. Like, you know, some games, will, we'll blow everything up and then start from scratch. No, they, they made a natural progression that makes sense. They use real life events to tie it all together. I mean, um, I think the Dennis DeWitter is, is one of the main authors for both of these books. And he's been part of Delta Green since the very beginning. And he's a, he's a great writer, in my opinion. But this whole book here has everything else that you need as a GM to run the game. You've got your, your history, your lore. Um, it gives you magic or what they call uh, hypergeometry, uh, <laughs> which sure. makes sense because most of it, I yeah, mean, yeah, you're right, you're right. Most it's of Lovecraft's uh, magic stuff is always like weird languages with mathematics and with odd and angles, angles and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah so um, it gives a good bestiary of anything you're going to come across. It tells you about the outer gods and uh, the great old ones and stuff. Luckily, it doesn't give you any stats on them because I've always hated when any time, any game has ever given a stat on, on some kind of... Or stat that it can be defeated anyway. Right, like like not even to be defeated. Like to me, if you're facing a god, it's kind of like the old Ghostbusters thing, you know, when they're up on the roof, like, are you a god? And they're like, no, then die. Like that's what it would be like, except that you would actually die. Like you can't defeat Cthulhu. I think you can only keep him at yeah, bay yeah, for yeah. so long. I could see where you, you would have things where they, that we don't how to stop it or how to divert right. it. But, you know, and if your characters really want to be a, a pain, not a pain. Yeah, it would be a pain if they know. No, I want to fight Cthulhu. All right. You know, at least give me some stats that I can roll some dice and uh, say, here you go. Because, you, you know, there you there, there's those guys. Yeah, there are those guys. guys like, like, how many else. nuclear bombs would it take? How many nuclear torpedoes would it take to blow yeah, up for life? You know, it's why like, are you, why, nah. are you, why are you ruining this? Yeah, like, it's like, all right, Joe, just, just yeah. knock it off. I'm not going to say any names, Josh. <laughs> so, um, 
I don't want to get too much into this because it really is for for GMs only. Mm-hmm. But just know if if you're a GM out there, it is an excellent source book on how to create a what they call a an opera, which is you know a theater of operations, mm-hmm. um, which is or a campaign. It gives great not only just general rules on GMing, but how to how to run a game, how to run a scenario. Um, great springboard ideas, uh, the bestiary, how magic works. Uh, the different movers and shakers in the world, even though they really don't uh, get into specifics, they leave it very ambiguous. And in fact, a lot of Delta Green's biggest problems is the old part factions of Delta Green and the new factions of Delta Green almost kind of at war with each other. So there's a lot of great stuff in this book and it updates it into the modern age. And it even gives suggestions on how to use the new technology that we have nowadays with a horror game because how many times have we talked about it and others like oh man you know cell phone cell phone just a sh- you know if you watch the x files how many of those problems could have been <laughs> solved by them just pulling out a, a cell phone you know cell phone right and whereas the old delta green worked really well for the 90s and that technology this works really well for the modern day right. and it gives new ideas for the game that that I think it it needed an overhaul, it needed an update, and they've done a great job with it, an absolutely great job with it. I I enjoyed reading it, especially the the handler's guide, uh, reading the the updated history. I mean, I I couldn't put it down. I, I read it for I think I five hours straight, just going right through the book. So it's a it's a great resource. You read this in five hours? Uh, most of it, most of it. Get out. Um, overall uh as far as delta green goes uh, now uh, you know i am pretty i'm I'm pretty i'm pretty biased like i've I've loved delta green for a long long time um even when i didn't like the system i I would use like you know uh the unis system and and all flesh must be eaten and stuff but i'd still run delta green s games so i'm giving this one a good nine out of (laughs) ten Good nine out of ten. And that's that's. I'm sure that's a bit of my bias. I'm sure I, I've I've uh, looked online other reviews, but most people are, are, are reviewing pretty high. There only are a few people who, um, uh, in my opinion, they're just like well, they just like the old. Yeah. Too well, much. Why, why, why nine? Not yeah. ten. Yeah. What? 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 No, why? Why, why oh, nine? Not ten. Sorry. Why not ten? Um. I hate percentile rolls. Huh? <laughs> I oh, hate percentile dots. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it. Like I said, it. it I'm not saying that I I hate it so bad that you know it's obviously it's a nine game. Like Wait, I would know? I would highly suggest if you have a friend who likes role playing, and and is really into horror games, this is worth it. If you like Delta Green or modern even if you don't, games. if you like modern horror, pick this up. I mean, for a hundred bucks, you get a great system. And even the uh, I guess the scenario on the back, the begin the intro scenario is really good. Is there an actually. adventure in here? Yeah, it's it's uh it's an intro adventure, but the, the character's already part of the conspiracy or whatnot. It's not it's not your atypical like the weird things happen and then you become part of Delta Green. This is you you create agents that are already part of part of, it. of okay, right. okay, okay. So you have a history too. Right. Yeah, the only thing I you know, like you said all good stuff and it's all quality stuff. It looks good. My only problem as a as a as a retailer is the the sell point it's a hundred bucks to get into a game mm-hmm. and if you know you want this then yeah you're fine but like new players or guys are like yeah eh, you know that's a hundred bucks you know as opposed to unlike dungeons like, and dragons you, you can't do a delta green starter kit and sell it at target for yeah, 50 bucks yeah. like think about dnd you want to like, play uh, dnt you got 
you got the player's handbook, you got the DMG, you got the the No, 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 brand. no, no. I'm cool with it, but I'm just saying yeah. like a starter, like D&D has their starter box for 20 bucks. Right. You only get the fancy one, it's 25. Right. But that's an easier sell because you get all this stuff like that. Like if somebody, hey, I want, if somebody were to walk in off the street, say I want a modern horror game, that's good. All right, well, Delta Green, yes. 100 bucks gets you in. Ooh, 100 bucks. You know, like, well, even Call of Cthulhu yeah. is 60 or 40 or 50. 40, 50? No, Call of Cthulhu is... uh. 50, I think. That's higher than that. No. Is it? 60? Yeah. All right, well, okay, that's pretty close. But, uh, yeah, I can't think of a, a lower cost horror game. Mm. Now I'm talking to, like, the fringe elements of, like, yeah, kids like on that, bikes or yeah, something Yeah, kids like on bikes, 25. Yeah, I, mean, those, I mean, even Tales from the Loop and... Huh? and Oh, Savage Worlds. But well, Savage Worlds is, is kind of a generic it's a, everything. It's like yeah. a GURPS. Yeah. yeah. You know, you, you, here's a here's a system and then throw what you want at it. Even that's up there now. It's like 25, 30. Not even up there, up there. But I mean, it's just. Well, it's a great system, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, yeah, is, yeah. it is great No, system, there's nothing. So. You know, I don't like. Well, that's like I like well, when we review these things, because it's like, honestly, when I'm sitting here looking at these books, the first time I've looked through some of these books, especially stuff you bring in mm -hmm. or when you review it, that's the first time I'm actually sitting down and looking at it. So that way, when I. Uh, people come in, I can be like, oh, yeah, this game does this, you know, because I just wouldn't have the time to do it. Or I like the fact that we have a pretty good, actually, we have a pretty good podcast library now of games. Yeah. It's just, yeah, we have a pretty good library of it. I don't know. Should probably push that out there. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we, we do have a pretty good library of uh, reviews. So to be honest, what I think would push this game above other horror games, one, Cthulhu Mythos, mm -hmm. you can pick up. Uh, any any horror out there is, is somewhat modern horror is somewhat influenced by by H. Lovecraft. Lovecraft. Yeah, there's there, there's no denying that. No, anyway, yeah. if you don't, another thing is it's set in our time. You don't. There's no weird wor world or anything. Like, this yeah. is this is our world. You don't have to learn about the twenties. Right, right. This this is our world. And what I've like I said on our old other podcast when I talked about Delta Green, you could literally just take weird articles that you see. And turn it into a Cthulhu thing, and turn it into a Delta Green. Like the the imagination and uh, uh, resources for you to create for this game are limitless. And I, yeah, I've I, always loved that about I see that about uh, it. Uh, the uh, I just recently was on a long vacation. I had furlough. I had a vacation for my work, and uh, usually I take like October off. And uh, I watch so many crappy eighty movies. <laughs> And there's so many good stories from horror Haiti movies or horror eighties movies yes. that can go into this and just turn them into modern, you know, yeah. even that. And it's, it's pretty funny, but I'm already thinking about all the stories that could have been. And, you know, like, did you ever see the stuff? The stuff. It I has Michael not. Moriarty. Oh. oh, it is terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> but I could see where this could fit in the Delta green. That whole story could be a, you know, it, it would work. So, I mean, and you can t even take more contemporary horror, like uh, The Thing, or, I mean, that, that's this, obviously based off a lot of, yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, know, yeah, or, yeah. or even, I mean. Oh, The Thing, yeah, that's, that's yeah. this all day. Well, no. I think this would be after The Thing. Uh, all right, I'll, I'll, and this is sad and this is tragic. I'm not, I'm not trying to promote this at all, but today I, I saw an article and the headline was five, uh, one dead, four severely injured at a BW3 from ingesting common cleaners or something like that. Now, I didn't read the entire article. I just saw, literally just saw the headline. Now, whenever I see headlines like that, 
you can even turn that. Oh yeah, okay. like that's the cover up. That's anything, the cover up. Yeah, it was just common cleaners. Yeah, yeah. You know, underneath that BW three happens to be you I know cold. And there was another article like that. You could just go find all those yeah. weird articles. You can you can you can throw anything at Delta Green, and it's a it's a resource that keeps going. <laughs> just this isn't funny, but did you see the one in Russia? Those guys fought off the bears. Yes. The, the pregnant lady was giving birth and these two soldiers were fighting off the bears. They were yeah. trying. That sounds like I, That's the only, you know, he could turn that into something. Exactly. And, uh, but uh, Russia. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and we talked about that before. You know, like we? The, yeah, 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 like yeah. The, those, maybe those beers weren't crazed beers. Those were actually, yeah. maybe that woman was, you know, Baba Yaga or, yeah, or, or yeah, something yeah, yeah. similar. Okay, now I remember. Yeah, something. so. My I mean, getting, you can, you can always turn anything mushy. into it. You can yeah, turn yeah, anything into it. pretty good. But yeah, um, that's that's cool. But yeah, well, yeah, other than that, I'm, I'm cool with it. Uh, just like I said, I think maybe if they explain better or maybe if I read, well, no, you didn't know either, you know. No. Usually I'm kind of dumb, but they could, uh, if they would say, hey, this is the package yes, you need for the you need both game, of these books. And it doesn't really say that in the description no. when, when you buy them. And it's like, because that's Even on like, the back of them. That's what yeah, we're no, a little no, confused no, yeah, about. Yeah. I'm like, wait a second. The Handler's Guide and the Agent's Book together compromise the core rules of Delta Green, an award-winning update to the most acclaimed RPG series of all time. That's what it says in the back of this one. And we looked at the other one. We're like, further terrors can be found in the core rulebook of Delta Green, the role-playing game, which includes everything from the Agent's Handbook and Massive Resources for the handler. So like, okay, so where's Delta Green, the role-playing game book? And we're like, it just must be this. This must be the yeah, one. Yeah, like it, the way it read, it was like, right. is it? Is there another book that has both? You right. Know, like this is just. Like, is, is, it, is there one that's combined? <laughs> yeah. But no. Uh, but other, I guess it's not a big deal in the end, but uh, that would be the only criticism I have. I mean, it. it's a lot of reading, but it, it's uh, an entertaining read. Do, the yeah, handler's guide bucks. is an entertaining read. The agent's guide is... I mean, it's it's a lot more rules and stats and stuff, but it's still an entertaining read. They give you a lot of little snippets of of uh, stuff here and there that that makes it like, oh wow, really sets the flavor really really well. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, for a hundred dollars, you get one of and and I'm I'm gonna be honest, it's one of the best role playing games that was made in the past. 30 years yeah it's up there it's it's I mean, classic you just do a little search of it it's yeah it's all i mean every, every but in delta green everything pops up i have yet to i have yet to run a delta green game where people are like i don't like this yeah so i mean it's it's it's, it's there's a reason it's been around for a while yes so. it's good it's very well, that's good cool all right so um anything else you can think of uh, going on come on down to immortals yeah come on down well if you like sure why not if you like no. games come on down <laughs> We should get a horror night. We were going to think of, I was thinking about getting another, our Wednesday night game, uh, D&D game, sorry, D&D Adventure League on Wednesday nights is getting pretty packed. And uh, it's packed all the time. Adventure League is, is pretty interesting where you can like, it's basically you you bring, like I, I don't know show if up. people don't don't know, if they, if they play D&D and they've never been in Adventure League, basically you take your character from the campaign that you're in. No. 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 Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, well, no. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You yeah. have to, yeah, okay. You can right. make a character at home following the rules of Adventure League and right. bring it in and, and then play bring it in. randomly. And then you can yes. play anywhere with that character. And as long as you don't change it or min-max it or whatever you're doing. Right. Yes. That's that, what I that, I, I thought, yeah. man, you were playing at home. I'm like, I'm going to take this guy and go, you know. Yeah. No, no. no, no I meant no, like you, you make that Adventure League character. Yeah, it has to fit the. Right. Yes, you could run it at home. Right. So eventually. It, it's, I mean, it's a neat concept. I think it's I like, just got that pre. It's a sandbox world for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a store thing. It's a specific use of. Yeah. Well, it's, 
Yes. Yeah, right. It is a specific rule set for that. But we do it on Wednesday night. My point was we do it on Wednesday night, which I think is what Wizards suggest. They don't do that anymore. It's just any night. <laughs> Whatever brings people to I spend money know, on their dude. stuff. Well, anyway, I was thinking about opening <laughs> up another day. Yeah, I was thinking about uh, opening up another day. I'm thinking Tuesday or Thursday for role playing. I'd like to see some more horror. I know somebody was talking about running some vampire campaigns and, mm -hmm. and some other stuff, and it's good stuff. So I uh, should probably maybe uh, like Savage Worlds of Sundays. Maybe we should make up a horror night. Horror night. Man, I got to make sure I pronounce that correctly. But, uh, yeah, that's cool. And, uh, yeah, come on in the store. Yeah. Still doing the usual nonsense. And yeah. uh, check Friday our website. Friday Night Fights, come on down. Please <laughs> push, put some uh, miniatures on the table, push them on, make pew-pew noises. Oh, yeah, today is Friday, yeah. yeah. Nate will be here for the 40K. Oh, isn't there supposed to be an escalation league somebody's building up? Uh, yes. Uh, uh, Sorry, is that too soon? Uh, well, I, he's, he's still in the planning stages of it, where mm -hmm. he's, he's, like, going over rules right now. But basically, and I'm, I'm glad you brought it up, it's... It's for newer players. If you haven't played 40K, it's a slow grow game. So the first so part of the league, so you, you're only playing like, with my huge army. Well, you could, but you'd only be able to use 500 points of it. No, for the very beginning, Refuse. and then it, then it starts to I slowly demand, build up. <laughs> I demand a win. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm hoping he does more campaign. Um, oh yeah, it's yeah, it's gonna have a story to it. Or, yeah, know, not. I don't want. Yeah. It, it's gonna be basically like for players who like. Are just getting into 40k hey i'm i'm gonna play this and then slowly build an army of what you like okay so. yeah that's cool all right well when we get more concrete yes now, when we get more you we'll put it up on the 40k and we just finished the painting page. contest right did you get a winner yet or yeah, a uh, rich one didn't he no. oh no all right you're gonna put it on the yeah, he's gonna Josh. Oh, gonna the put corpse up. farm. Okay, yeah, yeah, we're gonna. There was some uh, great entries in there. Some really good entries. Yeah, it was a nice little paint, which again I wasn't able to get to. My cool idea of the Terminator pumpkin patch, but nobody steal See, that. It, I'm doing it next time. It's so tough though, because well, when I you look at really good uh, painting, and then I look at mine, I'm like, that's not like. If I put it down, I'm like, it doesn't look bad. But then when I put it next well, to somebody, that's really, the, you know, like, every, you got wow, the, I you got, am really not that good at this. Well, you got like, you got uh, Katie Paints and you got Rich McGuire and then you got James Brundish. They come yeah. in and bring stuff and I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. You know, and then in random. Object source yeah. lighting and shadows. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I it's, kept this color in the line, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Rich painted shadows. and Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. got shadows. You know, I mean, what do I? The, the pumpkins' faces, because they were jack o' lanterns, like glue. I mean, it was amazing. It's good. It's amazing what then, you can do with paint. Then there's always water. some. Then there's somebody you never see that randomly brings stuff in that's just as good. Right. You know, and they're like, "Where, where did you come from?" Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, I paint for a living over mm -hmm. at uh, you know what am I? Oh my god, what am I here? There's my there's my there's my entry. Anyway, I think we should do another one of those too. I like that. I don't know what. Uh, we could go, uh, I don't know, Winter, Winter Wonderland paint job. I, yeah, I don't knows. know. But uh, we'll figure it out. Hey, give us suggestions. I mean, if you're out there listening. Yeah, I'm done. I'm like, done. I got nothing. Tell us what you want to see. You know, yeah. I, I, I love reviewing games. And if there's a game that you've been thinking about, you want like an opinion, even if it's just mine, let us know and we'll review it. Or you want us to read it and tell you if it's any good. Right. I by mean, us, I mean Nate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically, basically and then i don't know what you want to do next i mean 
I, I think down I, it, soon I want to do the the uh, Dungeon Crawl Classics. Right. So I, I don't know if that's going to be within your, but well, we'll take a look. We'll yeah, see what you we'll see do. what's out there. And, and uh, I did get my, from James Brundish, I finally got my Lord of the, not finally, I shouldn't say that. I got my Lord of the Rings base box set in. Oh, nice. So I want to play that. So, you know. Now that they're painted, I can play. Hey. Stupid rule. No. <laughs> My stupid personal rule. But uh, cool. All right. All right, guys. Well, until next time, give us a call, 216-712-7169. Go to our website, immortalsinc.com. We're also on Twitch, Twitter, Facebook. Pretty much all the social medias. Discram. What? Oh, Instagram. <laughs> I thought he said Discram. I'm like, what are you talking about? And then... Um, I don't know. Tinder, you know, whatever. <laughs> We're not on Tinder. Don't don't look for us on Tinder. <laughs> no, we're definitely not on there. And then uh, <laughs> uh we still oh the rental, the uh the uh the room. The room, the room rental. Room the dra- of uh, Rusty Dragon, yeah. Rusty's Dragon Inn can rent that still. That's available. We're starting to get more and more people doing that. Uh heavy on the weekends, but uh during the week. Oh, we can rent the podcast room. We've been running that. Uh do your own podcast, do your own game demo. We have it all set up. We can do all this fancy stuff. So come on in. Um, we're gonna have the rates posted soon, correct? Oh, they are posted. Yeah, yeah. How about on the website? Should be on the website, Josh says, even though he's in charge of it. Also, that, that room back there, you have all those miniatures on the... On yeah, the Rusty Dragon Inn, you have a table of Ultimate Gaming, you have the mats, you have the privacy, you have the chairs, you have the... Uh, there's a TV for casting, there's a uh, computer in there that you can use for various things. Uh, the miniatures, yeah, huge selection of miniatures on the wall, just use them. Um, and refrigerator, mm. don't... Uh, I What else? What else we got going on in there? Comfortable chairs. Well, Yes. Come on up. Check it out. Check it out. You want to look at it? Come on in. And uh, that's it. All right, guys. Until next time, I'll see you later.